0: And that doesn't mean that you throw in all of your money or bet the farm. This is not a casino. This is not a get rich quick opportunity. Throw that mindset out. We're talking about long-term generational wealth. It's just like me looking at my 403B and being devastated by what has happened to it, given the the macroeconomics. But I didn't go in there and sell off all my positions because, one, I don't need it today, and two, I'm playing the long game the future of work and wealth and for generational wealth. I'm building. And this is time that we get clear, get educated, and build. Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is going to be a great session. We went through so much in 2022 in the crypto space. And I wanted to host this masterclass in order to just share with you where we've been, where I think we are, and where I think we're going. And hopefully that will help you to reassess, recalibrate, reimagine, and refocus your energies on the future of work and wealth in a way that is safe and legal. And I want you to have confidence moving in this space. And it has been a lot, for sure. For today, we are focused on your crypto winter compass. I want to help you navigate your journey into this space and to share with you best practices to get your virtual currency journey back on track. There's, again, been so much going on in the space, so I want to focus our time on sharing with you how I survived the past bear markets, the history of the crypto bear bull cycles, how to bet coins, tokens, and blockchain projects, the importance of self-custody, and basically buying and holding for the long term as opposed to day trading or swing trading. Answering the question whether dollar cost averaging is worth it in a bear market and this concept of buying the dip, certainly some digital asset safety best practices and information about my free short course for a deeper dive on all of these topics, because each one of these topics could actually be an hour's masterclass for hitting the high notes in this specific masterclass in the hopes that you will also join the free short course for a deeper dive into each of topics. So I am Professor Tanya Evans. I am a lawyer specializing in intellectual property, technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship. I'm a law professor at Penn State Dickinson Law in Pennsylvania with a five-year co-hire appointment at the Penn State Institute for Computational and data scientist. I'm a speaker, corporate trainer, a media expert represented by Gravity Speakers. I'm a founder of the Advantage Evans Academy, host of the Tech Intersect Weekly Podcast, and I'm most proud of being a lifelong learner and future of work and wealth winner. I want to remind you before we hop into the meat of this masterclass that crypto assets, as you well know, after 2022 for sure, crypto assets are highly volatile asset class. Are a highly volatile asset class, I should say. The value of crypto assets can go up as well as down, and crypto assets are not covered by financial compensation schemes like the FDIC. And this presentation is for educational. And information, and hopefully entertainment, like edutainment purposes, but certainly is not financial or legal advice. Now, the first question I want to pose to you is just assessing where Bitcoin has been in particular. Bitcoin is the OG. It's the first cryptographically secured digital asset in the space from January 3rd, 2009. There wasn't much to talk about in terms of Between 2009 and 2011, but 2011 it started to move up in 2011, 12, 13, and then down in 2014. It was up in 2015, 16, and 17, and then down in 2018. It was up in 2019, 2020, and 2021, and infamously down in 2022. Question everybody wants to know is, where are we going in 2023? Up, down, sideways? Interestingly, as we look at the price movement from 2013 at about $134 equivalent in 2014, an interesting pump beginning in increased trading volume beginning in 2017, Ethereum, the Ethereum virtual machine, Ethereum network, launched in 2014. And in 2017, leading into 2018, that was the ICO boom and bust. And and there was some initial speculation and a lot of interest in initial coin offerings at that time. And then a precipitous fall after that at the peak of 2018, that was just south of 20,000 per one. 2019 leading into 2020, there was another bull run that pulled back a bit in 2020. And then there was the meteoric push to the all-time high of 59 from 2021 leading into the end of 2021 going into 2022. And then A downward spiral. But I always want to focus not on one slice in time, but giving you the full perspective in order to see Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's the OG in the space, obviously, with 22,000 plus different types of coins and tokens. It's not the only one, but it's the OG and it has special properties that you can be aware of when you are comparing and contrasting different types of cryptocurrency in the space. So, the first question I ask you all today is what's your biggest concern about the bitcoin market and the virtual currency market the larger market so i see concerns about the volatility of price i see concerns about managing the risk of self custody which is a really big issue look i've lost a half a bitcoin that i don't think i'll ever get back because i lost control not only of the keys, but of the wallet and the seed phrase. Can't find the seed phrase, and I'll talk about this more later than it's lost forever. There's no customer service to call. So we'll talk a lot about the importance of self-custody for sure. So that's a great awareness. Another person is concerned about regulation, Where do we go from, with the epic, what appears to be not only the collapse, the downfall, but scams, if it proves itself out to be accurate with FTX and Sam bankman Freed, I feel like that was basically the death knell (laughs) at the end of a a tumultuous year. And so there will be a regulatory response, but we don't know what that is. And all of this is happening within the macroeconomics of the Fed, interest rate hikes, the concerns about a recession, the down market in the stock arena, lows that we've not seen for you know, over a decade for sure. This is a, a time of great transition. It's certainly an inflection point. And it's not just about crypto. There are some aspects of crypto assets and blockchain technology where the fundamentals haven't changed, but the world has changed. And so we need to pay attention to the macroeconomic Uh, Environment in order to take a second look at what might need to be calibrated and changed about your crypto portfolio and your investment. Another question is What's your number one reason for attending this masterclass? What do you hope to learn as you move forward in this space as well? So I'm seeing how to assess risk, how to purchase, issues about tax loss harvesting which is an important thing to do at year's end. We're at the beginning of the year now, but we can certainly think about this as the year goes on as well. I'm excited in these session goals to answer all of your pressing questions and also to focus on assessing risks before you invest, committing to crypto continuing education, reassessing your current holdings, if you have any, and going back to basics. Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Understanding that it's timing, the difference I should say between timing and time in the market. It's very challenging to time the market for the greatest return. So it's more about time in, not timing. we'll Talk more about that. And then I'll leave, leave you with Some crypto winter wisdom, things that you should think about if you are buying new assets, if you are selling off assets and increasing positions in legacy crypto assets, for example, or maybe you're just tired and you want to sit on the sidelines in a stable coin but don't want to liquidate your positions entirely and go back to fiat. So we'll talk about the next steps so that you go from surviving to to thriving in. In the environment. Here's a bit about my journey from questions to crypto. I began my journey in 2017. I had a friend who was in a blockchain club in grad school. And they were talking about, she, you know, she was talking about this new technology, this decentralized way to organize information based on open source software and that involves some type of magic internet money. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what she was talking about, but I was intrigued about the intellectual property implications of building out the next iteration of the internet on the rails of this technology called blockchain and and what that meant. These decentralized leisures that are very resistant to Change and to any turmoilery, and you know might persist through any type of disasters, wars, the inclinations of a rogue government. I was fascinated by that. That led me actually to answer a query from my then dean at the University of New Hampshire School of Law, Franklin Pierce School of Law, to fly to Thailand in order to have this conversation about what this technology of blockchain and, and cryptographically secured assets, like the intersection between that and intellectual property, uh, most notably copyright issue, but also patent and trademark issue. And even though I had just begun, I was still so far ahead of lawyers and others who were focused on the intersection of intellectual property and new technologies by expertise that I was invited to speak at the World Intellectual Property Organization in Geneva and to train staff and lawyers there about the intersection of intellectual property and new technologies, most notably blockchain, and then to develop First, a blockchain, crypto, and law online certificate program at an accredited US law school, as well. And then to be invited to countless media and event hits to speak about this intersection of law, business, and technology, as well, which really helped me to reinvent myself in the future of work. And that led to appearances on Yahoo, to policy discussions on the Hill, Cheddar News, CNBC, PBS NewsHour, and also, so that was professionally, but personally, when I was serving as the chair of the MakerDAO Foundation, to earn enough through that interaction to become debt-free and to achieve a certain position that allowed me to empower my own family to enjoy a life that we had not previously believed was possible, all through leveraging this new technology and this new opportunity, this new alternative means of value acquisition and transfer that really empowered me outside of a system that wasn't always excited for me to participate. And That leads us now to the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023. It was the best of times until it was the worst of times, to be sure. It's interesting for me to look back over some of the headlines and to see this one at the beginning of 2021 from Cointelegraph that talks about the survey of millionaires finding that 73% own or want to invest in. They may not want to carry all the risk of self-custody, but they were communicating with their banks and their financial advisors and, and portfolio managers about having some type of exposure to cryptocurrency because it was really churning. It was up, up, up. We are coming out of 2020 and 2021, sure. Around that time in, in August of 2021, bankers. I'm looking at a Forbes digital assets headline where bankers issue this seismic warning that Bitcoin and Ether and BNB, which is the Binance, and Cardano and XRP, which is the, from the Ripple network, could actually replace the dollar in just five years as crypto market prices adds a trillion dollars. It was really churning. And looking at the the price of Bitcoin from December 29th in 2021 to January 3rd of 2022, it was cruising at just under 50000 USD equivalent per coin. So it had the attention of you know, retail investors. It had the attention of governments. It had the attention of investors, to be sure. And Bitcoin is one of Only, you know, there are over 22,000 different types of coins and tokens, but it's DOG and and usually a rising tide lifts all currencies, at least in, in, in bull markets. Things really flesh out when you're in a bear market to see who or what actually survives. And so that leads me to all of the losses in 2022. This headline from Yahoo News. Um, I lost my life savings from the Terra Luna cryptocurrency
1: collapse,
0: 98% overnight. And the crypto brokerage Voyager, Voyager Digital, files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Certainly not the only one. That was in July of 2022. And we have the founders of the bankrupt crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, or 3AC, actually go missing as investors try to recruit their assets. And that happens in July as well. And then we have the Celsius bankruptcy. Celsius is a crypto lender. It had a 1.2 billion hole in its balance. And, you know, at that time, it said it was uh, likely going to be a struggle to pay back its customers and its creditors. Interestingly, also in July, before the Epic downfall of Sam Bankman-Fried and the FTX crypto exchange. SPF was out there positioning himself as the crypto's lender of last resort for <laughs> you know a way to save the troubled crypto lender Celsius over the state of its balance sheet. So Celsius falls asunder, and there is some concern about the incestuous nature of a lot of these centralized players so that it became a domino effect where one fell and that the crypto contagion started to impact other things and platforms and people that were originally stable outside looking in until they weren't. So we go from SBF being a would-be savior to actually need to figure out how to save himself when he is facing criminal charges, he is facing inquiries from the SEC, the CFTC as well, on a range of charges. And I've talked about that several times on my podcast. Sam Bankman frieds arrest in the Bahamas, followed by this odd media tour and and, and the court filings. It's a whole thing. But that was literally the death knell. If you were still holding on to hope, this one probably threw you for a loop. I know it did for me as well, especially because I had met some of his senior advisors and had Mark Wegen on the show just weeks before the bottom fell out. So definitely go and have a listen to that as well. Now, it's not all terrible news, although it's mostly terrible news, but there are some silver linings. And I feel like they got lost in the show because the headlines were so important that folks missed the fact that the Ethereum merge, this largely, you know, widely, I should say, anticipated merge was finally completed on September 15th of 2022. It's Ethereum's transition from proof of work to proof of stake. In terms of the consensus mechanism, it really, you know, proponents are expecting it to set the stage for significant improvements in scalability and dramatic reduction in energy consumption on the POS model versus POW. So that's expected to drop by 99.9% after the merge. That's impressive. The beginning of the year here, we're recording on January 2nd, 2023. Bitcoin and ETH start in the green, only slightly, but at least it's in the green. So I feel like, as the young folks say, a win is a win. And we need to lean into that, to be sure. Interestingly, the metaverse tokens like 8.0 coin, Axie Infinity, that really took a thrashing in 2022, bring in the new year with a 6% surge. I'm not exactly sure why, but I do know that a lot of, folks were locking in losses at year's end. So tax loss harvesting, you realize that you have a certain basis position and price drops below that position. Selling that asset and then reacquiring the same position will reset your basis, you lock in some losses. I definitely know a lot of people are doing that at the end of the year as well. So who knows why this is happening with Metaverse tokens, but that's an interesting note. So I bring back this question that we can't answer today, but one that I want you to continue to think about and ponder. Where are we going with the price of Bitcoin and and certainly altcoins? Down in 2022, we're going up, we're going sideways, we're going down. What do you think? Where do you think the market will go? This may not be a question that you can answer today, although I think you should answer to the best of your ability this question. And then continue to check in, at least on a quarterly basis, maybe monthly. Remember, this is the market that never sleeps, twenty-four-seven, through sixty-five. Where's the market going? Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Interested in the future of wealth and digital assets, but think they're just way too complicated? Well, just a few short years ago, I felt the exact same way. Look, digital assets are tech and finance-driven, but one, I'm not a computer scientist, and two, I'm not a financial guru. But I am a lifelong learner, an educator, and focused on generational wealth and not getting left behind in the new digital cash economy. I've carefully curated the best practices based on lessons learned so you can easily get started and do so safely, legally, and confidently. I created the first blockchain crypto and online certificate program and then created Advantage Evans as an online academy to empower folks like you and like me who want to learn how to onboard without getting scammed or stuck in YouTube university. In my free masterclass, I show you my six-step secure advantage framework to get you started on your journey towards the future of wealth. Or if you're already on the road, but need to reassess and rebalance, refocus and prepare for the next bull run, I'll share best practices, tools and strategies without all the carnival barking. I'll show you how to take control of your future and create a plan that puts you in the driver's seat. It's not about timing the market. It's time in the market, not to get rich quick, but to build a solid foundation that endures over time and generations. Don't let another moment or bull run pass you by. Join my free masterclass today and receive my Secure Advantage Toolkit. Quickly learn the smartest and most updated methods in the digital cash economy. I won't be offering this masterclass for long, so secure your spot today You're ready to grow. So let's go. Prepare for your future today. Join me now by going to AdvantageEvans.com forward slash masterclass. That's AdvantageEvans.com forward slash masterclass. Hopefully, by the end of this masterclass, you will have enough questions and an arsenal of tools and resources, both through this masterclass and the companion-free short course. It'll take you about an hour. You'll be introduced to all sorts of resources and tools and step-by-step actions to move you from cash to crypto safely, legally, and confident because the crypto ecosystem continues to move forward, continues to build, or buildle. I don't exactly know how to pronounce this, but it's kind of like HODL, which used to be hold. It was an unintentional misspelling that, now intentionally misspelled. The speculators are out of the market. We don't have clear regulatory guidelines, although there are some regulations that already apply. This is time to lean into continuing crypto education to build to build an arsenal of knowledge and to also reassess your your positions and your holdings to get ready for the next bull run. And understanding the difference between legacy coins and stable coins. Central bank digital currencies, decentralized finance, non fundable tokens, and the metaverse. There's a lot going on in Web3, and we can't lose sight of the development of this nascent technology to really make some fundamental changes in the way we interact online and with each other. So, just by watching this or listening to this right now, you are ahead of the curve. You're one of the high performers. You're you're leading into the- in a way that the middle of the pack, you just don't see it yet. And that doesn't mean that you throw in all of your money or bet the farm. This is not a casino. This is not a get rich quick opportunity. Throw that mindset out. We're talking about long-term generational wealth. It's just like me looking at my 403B and being devastated by what has happened to it, given the, the macroeconomics. But I didn't go in there and sell off all my positions because one, I don't need it today. And two, I'm playing the long game for the future of work and wealth and for generational wealth. I'm building. And this is time that we get clear, we get educated, and we build. And to keep in mind, like we just go back to basics that all money is a social agreement, it requires trust, and that a sufficient number of people actually have the specific type of money and that sellers trust its value and accept it as a form of payment and that society has to trust that it's valuable and that it will remain so, hold its value. It's clear to see that in the United States, less clear in Venezuela, right? And also thinking that there've been a number of ways throughout history to transact and exchange value, sugar, salt, gold, other precious resources the horrible scourge of enslavement where people were treated as property and exchange. Over the centuries and millennia, there've been a number of ways to transact and value. Maybe you're in a close knit community and and, and one person makes shoes and another person raises chickens and you come to an agreement, trust each other and, and you see the value in each other's productivity. And so here we are now I am not a, a proponent of completely replacing fiat which is government issued currency but having an alternative means of exchanging value it's really something worth understanding in times of crisis in times of environment or economic environmental or economic uncertainty government overreach the ability for people to transact some really interesting use cases on the continent of Africa, for example, or in this Russian and Ukrainian war when Ukrainians were funded with crypto assets, when the economic system shut down. So this is something that we need to pay attention to. And also, I wanted to remind you all or to educate you about the economic environment of the dawn, the birth of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto. Created the Bitcoin, uh, the first Bitcoin transaction. Uh, He, she, or they did not refer to it at the time as the Bitcoin blockchain. Blockchain is just a series of interconnected bits of information that confirm transactions and balances of Bitcoin. It's it's, it's a ledger. It's, It's the way that we may have a group text, for example. And as long as one person still has the entire History of the communication, it persists. Extrapolate that out to thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of computers, all agreeing to the state of the ledger, not just one person or government. It was also introduced to solve for this double spend problem of peer to peer technology at the time. So, 2008, 2009, and earlier than that, thinking of late 90s, early 2000s, using peer-to-peer technology, for example, to exchange media files and how that was problematic because I could still have a perfect digital copy but send it to a thousand of my not so close friends. And what that would mean if you were exchanging value, right? It's the double spin that, you know, it's the equivalent of having $100 in the bank but writing two $100 checks. First person to cash it wins. You can't have that when you're dealing with value and and economic policy. At the time, end of 2008, going into 2009, there was a crisis in trust for sure. And so it was a welcome addition to the conversation to have Bitcoin because the fundamentals of Bitcoin haven't changed. Code was released January 3rd, 2009. First Bitcoin was mined by Satoshi. There's a 21 million Bitcoin cap in terms of the supply. Over 19 million Bitcoin are already in circulation. It's completely digital, easy to divide and transfer, fully decentralized it's a commodity. It's not controlled by a particular entity, but managed, maintained by a network of computers around the world all running the same software. And interestingly, I wanted to share with you Satoshi's bulletin posts. At the time in 2008, we're still in early iterations of the internet where it was mostly passive engagement. Like there would be this centralized space where people would go to receive and exchange information. People weren't talking directly to each other. So bulletin posts were very important. And Satoshi posted on October 31st, 2008, that he's or They working on a new electronic cash system, fully peer to peer, no trusted third party. That paper is available at bitcoin.org forward slash bitcoin.pdf. And the main properties: double spending is prevented. Participants can be anonymous, which is important as a matter of financial privacy. I talked about proof of work and how coins are generated to prevent double spend. And I won't go into the full details of the abstract in, in, in the summary, but you can, again, check out the full paper at bitcoin.org forward slash bitcoin.pf to read. It's nine pages. I think it's nine footnotes. Basically changed. A really interesting part of this story as well is the Genesis block for the first mind block of Bitcoin also contained a message. It is really important, given where we are in the world right now. The message said the Times, January third, 2009, Chancellor on brink of second bailout for banks. And this was a reference to a headline from The Times newspaper that was included as a proof of work to demonstrate it that to demonstrate that the block was mined on or after that date. And to pull that headline out in the u k, to set the stage for what was going on at the time. Bitcoin was released into the world in the middle of an economic crisis. kind of looks a little bit like where we are right now. That suggests to me, this is not the time to run away from decentralized protocols and peer-to-peer catch. This is the time to lean in. This is the moment where it actually matters when there's unrested uncertainty. A lack of transparency, a lack of trust in the legacy financial uh, system, but also in centralized finance where people like SBF allegedly, I have to say allegedly because I'm a a lawyer (laughs) and, you know, I guess you're innocent until proven guilty, that this is a moment where people were using the technology in a centralized fashion to pretend like they were leaning into the future of work and wealth, they're using the old playbook and increasing their position to leverage technology in a way that was disingenuous and that defrauded allegedly many people, investors, retail, tricked folks on the Hill, policymakers, nonprofits. So where do we go from here? Thinking about your secure advantage in the space, I have this whole pre-masterclass and you should watch this as well, your secure advantage where I go through each of these. Points, but I want to focus our time and attention now on just comparing and contrasting exchanges and talking a bit about wallets as well. Exchanges are platforms that facilitate the trading of cryptocurrencies for other assets. It could be crypto to crypto. There's some onboarding from fiat, you know, going from cash to crypto, as my, my signature course focuses on. So that could be digital or fiat currencies. Centralized exchange is this intermediary between buyer and seller. When you transfer your assets onto a centralized exchange like Gemini or Coinbase or what used to be FTX or even Kraken, even though I feel like Kraken basically is warning us all, come onto our exchange, exchange your crypto, and then get your crypto back into your own wallet is the whole point of it. So I really like uh, Kraken. Centralized exchanges make their money through commissions and transaction fees. It's like a stock exchange, but for crypto assets, it matches buyers and sellers via an order book and allows investors to buy and sell digital assets via market or limit orders, and it's this trusted intermediary. So trust plays into it. And we've seen a crisis of trust again with these centralized exchanges, but that's not a crypto problem. That's a centralized power. Problem. With decentralized exchanges like Uniswap, for example, they're peer to peer transactions where you are managing your own wallets, you're signing your own transactions, there's more financial privacy, there are reduced costs. Now you're on your own, there's no customer service to cover for user error, which is why leaning into continued crypto education about self custody is going to be really, really important. Studying up on the language of digital assets, virtual currencies, these exchanges and the interface as it continues to improve is going to be really, really important to be sure. And understanding that you should have extreme caution when storing your crypto on exchanges. You should never have sizable assets on exchanges. I understand the benefits of earning interest or yield, certain scenarios, but you have to be very cautious. It's like this honeypot where so there's somebody sitting in a basement in their underwear eating Fruit Loops, <laughs> trying to hack these centralized exchanges, and they only have to be right Right? These centralized exchanges that go through unbelievable efforts as a matter of, of information technology and, and cybersecurity to securitize the network. They're wrong once, and there's a problem. And we've seen that. Everything's not a scam, but that doesn't mean that things can't go wrong when you're dealing with software, when you're dealing with centralized exchanges, to be sure. So understand the risks of where you're holding crypto. There are multiple risks that you have to evaluate and to manage. One is the risk of asset loss as a matter of self-custody. And of course, there's the risk of value loss. Things that were up go down. Thinking about diversifying your crypto holdings, maybe pulling back on some of the speculative coins or tokens and focusing on the ones that have stood the test of time throughout the ages, the very short ages, but, you know, throughout markets. Which coins and tokens actually survived previous winters? That would be an interesting example of those that may have the greatest likelihood to succeed. There are no promises to be sure. But that is something to look into as well. Back up your access and your transactional records, focusing on your seed phrase, your private keys. I encourage you to go to CoinTracker Tracker immediately to sign up. There's a special promotion at bit.ly, bit.ly uh, forward slash Coin Tracker Advantage. That's bit.ly forward slash Coin Tracker Advantage. Sign up for a tax account they will help you to generate all the forms that you'll need to keep and also to properly track your wallet transactions so that it makes it easier come tax time compliant and continuing crypto education so staying up on crypto regulations best practices staying connected to our community at Advantage Evans taking a course I have a free course i have upgraded courses and coaching and content and community There is no reason for you not to know what you need to know to move forward, but you're starting slow. You're educating with facts, not FUD or fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And let me say a bit about cold wallet storage. There are other things, secure internet, reviewing your seed words, of course, and the fact that I've already mentioned exchanges are no place to keep your crypto. Cold versus hot wallets. There are certain types of wallets that are not directly connected to the internet that you Manually will connect for the purpose of signing transactions, but other than that, it's not connected and it reduces the likelihood that you'll be hacked or in some way interfered with. Warm and hot wallets, they are connected. That means, like, you know, an app on your phone, a program on your computer, maybe a browser, like an interface like MetaMask, Brave, for example. And we'll see more and more wallet solutions coming up because I think because of the debacle that was 2022 and, and certainly with Sam bankman fried and FTX, that people are going to want to lean into and learn more about self-custody. Self-custody is about wallet management and so with wallets when you're setting up a wallet you are also setting them up with a seed phrase or your seed words 12 or 24 words where even if you lose control of your cold storage wallet or lose your phone where Your hot wallet app was stored. As long as you have your seeds, you can set up on another device. You lose your seeds, you lose access to your crypto. It's, there's no turning back. In the years to come, I'm sure there will be a solution. There is not today. You have to guard these seeds with your life. If you have a sizable assets, I would you know break this up, send something to a one place or another if you're holding for the long term and i hope that you are then get clear about how you're going to manage your seed phrase or your seed words so that in the worst case scenario if you lose your wallet or access to your wallet that you can set it up on advice and then some final crypto winter wisdom advice prepare your portfolio for macroeconomic pressures we have no idea what's going to happen with The pandemic that was allegedly isn't, but I still believe that it is, but that's my business. And what might come in the future, we have no idea. Pandemic years have proven anything. It's like we don't know nothing about that. But we know that the, you know, the Fed is increasing rates. We don't know where that's gonna stop. We don't know what's going on with inflation and in terms of the workforce or heading into a recession and you know. We don't know. So preparing your portfolio means diversifying so that if one thing takes a hit, another thing might rise or over time, you're going to win in all markets. Reassess your risk tolerance. Recalibrate your expectations for short and long-term growth. Know your numbers. So this is the time to take a look. One, access your portfolio, your various assets or wallets. This is not an environment where you, come and check it out once every year. I want you to get into a a weekly, if not daily practice, so that you know what your pin is, what your sign is, whether there's been a change to a particular wallet or exchange that you need to be aware of. Know your numbers. Also commit to an investment thesis. Like why are you participating in this space? If you get clear and defined goals, and a framework for why you are, are participating in a crypto asset evolution and revolution, then that will help you to have better discernment when you are comparing and contrasting coins and tokens in the space as well. Self-custody, you have already said a lot about why that's so important. Building and holding or build and hodl. Maybe you're, again, taking a rest Not investing or buying anything more, but you want to move your position to a stable coin, Tether, USDC, Gemini coin. I think Binance has its own stable. Like where are the stable coins where maybe you sit on the sidelines, but you don't liquidate your position. And also pay attention to the regulations that are coming. They're coming. We had a better idea of what was going to happen last year before the FTX debacle, no idea what's going to happen. And I'm participating in policy discussions all the time Let's pay attention to regs, pay attention to continuing crypto education at Advantage Evans Academy for sure. Understand that we are still early and you are on the fast track to generational wealth. It begins with safety. It begins with you for sure. You can do this. You can do this safely, legally, and confidently. to be sure. And I want to invite you to join my Crypto Winter Compass short course challenge. It's a mouthful, but it is completely free. You can join now at continuingcryptoedu.com. That's continuingcryptoedu.com. You'll get a deep dive on past and present bear markets, resources, checklists, and milestones, step-by-step guides to usher you through this to get greater crypto confidence, crypto wallet and exchange best practices and how they've changed, particularly in this crypto winter. You'll have 24-7 access to content and replays for 30 days, private online community and mighty networks in order to connect with me, my coaches, and each other. This is at over $1,000 in benefits for absolutely free. So join now at continuingcryptoedu.com. You can also upgrade to live coaching calls with me and my and email support from my coaches for just $99. So if you want a more curated experience, get your questions answered while you are going through. There are just countless questions that you could have or maybe you run into an issue in terms of setting up a wallet or transferring assets from an exchange to a wallet will be there for you. You can upgrade to live coaching calls and email support for just $99. Otherwise, just sign up for free dollars and learn everything that you know to have greater confidence and to winterize your portfolio and your investment thesis. There are other continuing crypto education opportunities from Advantage Edmonds Academy, coaching community content. So I have my From Cash to Crypto course. Grand Slam circle where we meet bi weekly with small group coaching. We have a monthly circle and also one on one access to me so that we can work together, specifically one on one. I do corporate trainings and I have a new book that's coming out in fall of 2023. So look out for that for shorts. And again, join now at continuingcryptoedu.com. That's continuingcryptoedu.com. The future is now. You can learn, protect, and earn. You can start today with me and my community. We can learn, grow. It's about lifelong learning. Folks like Arlen Hamilton, founder and managing partner who graciously hosted my uh, From Cash to Crypto short course at her Arlen's Academy. And I'm so excited to get her vote of confidence. We have Brittany Borden Edwards, management consultant, and who knew something about crypto, but recommends this course to anyone who wants to be on the cutting edge or those who simply want to know what all the fuss is about and encourages you to take this course and leave the academy well-tooled and prepared for the future. We have Dr. Kathleen Walls, who found the interaction informative, interesting, and engaging, And knows that this interaction, the courses, the community, the content is a really solid foundation. And and she feels much more equipped to continue learning and and to be a part of this digital economy. So let's take your learning and earning to the next level. Join now at continuingcryptoedu.com for free. Upgrade your experience if you want want coaching, small group coaching, and access to the email Q&A. So, that you can get your questions answered and get the support that you need to go and to grow. Continuing crypto education is key. Remember, it's time in the market, not timing. And it's time to reassess, rebalance, reimagine, and recommit to the future of work, wealth, and creativity. Winterize your digital asset portfolio. Join now at continuingcrypto.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's go and let's grow. Thank you so much for listening to the Tech Intersect podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love it, please tell the world. If not, go ahead and tell me. And in either case, drop a comment or ping me on social media at ipprofevans with the hashtag Tech Intersect. And finally, a quick reminder on digital safety. There are a lot of scammers out there impersonating me and others, and I need your help. Now hear this, and remember, I will never slide into your DMs to say peace and blessings or hey, and I will never reach out to solicit your time or your money on social media like ever. I'm not a trader. I am an educator and an attorney licensed in four states. Thank you very much. I'm here to inform, inspire, and empower no cap, and definitely no Forex. So be careful, make good choices. And remember, I developed an entire free masterclass about the topic of digital safety in the crypto space. So check out secureyourcryptobag.com for more information. That's secureyourcryptobag.com. All right, that's all for this episode. Until next time, continue to shine.